This is the most basic and straight shooting NFT podcast out there with one main goal. I want you to win. And kia ora whanau. So welcome to That NFT Podcast. I'm your host. I'm Kieran Headley. And today we're here to talk about Meta, aka previously known as Facebook. All right. And a little bit about Mark Zuckerberg um, in terms of what he's doing currently and where things are going and whether this is a good thing or a bad thing or both. In my opinion, it's both, but yeah, we'll get there. And uh, this is going to be from various perspectives and point of views. And also as well, uh, yeah, there's some predictions made by some quite large companies as well around how things are going to be playing out. So uh, first of all, as you are all aware, if you haven't already listened to the uh, podcast episode about Facebook's name change to Meta, go listen to that first because I'll give you some reference points uh, for exactly what I'm speaking about here. It's just a small little episode, just as this one will be as well. So firstly, uh, I must say that already uh, Meta has started initializing the metaverse. Okay, metaverse meaning this uh, universe that's existing in uh, uh, within tech. Okay. It's, it's literally existing, uh, in, in a completely different space, right? So it's, it's essentially AI and eventually it's going to be VR. So it's artificial intelligence at the moment, and it's going to be virtual reality for us very, very soon. And already some, uh, companies have already just, uh, as have created ways and methods for you to actually experience full on virtual reality within the metaverse space. So the metaverse space, an example might be Fortnite, right? So you go and play on Fortnite and you're in this universe that is not the real world and you can associate with people from all over the world, have conversations through your mics and your headphones, or you can just send little text messages um, while you're playing, right? And uh, you can interact with each other, even, yes, kill each other on the thing, right? And then you come back to life and yeah, that's the whole situation right now. That's not going to be the only sort of thing that you do in the metaverse, right? The metaverse isn't just going to be a bunch of games, right? There's also going to be, as well, possibilities to gamble. You're going to be able to go to a Snoop Dogg or um, a Ariana Grande concert. Um, Snoop Dogg's already done his con- one of his concerts in the metaverse, and he was going to do more. Um, and, yeah, there's just so many big names uh, starting to build brands and also as well events in the metaverse. So yeah, these things are already happening so much. And in fact, even though Facebook's only just recently, as of like two, three weeks ago, done its name change to Meta, which is so recent, already there is $1.6 billion worth of land purchased in the metaverse of Meta alone. Meta alone, right? Don't forget there's Decentraland, uh, there's Axie Infinity, there's Alluvium, uh, there's Sandbox. So these are some of the main uh, platforms that you can go and buy property, like actually virtual property that exists in the metaverse, right? If you go to Decentraland already, the minimum that you can buy a piece of land in Decentraland, when I last looked, which was, you know, uh, maybe two days ago, was... um, uh, three Ethereum. And then a few days before that, when I looked, it was one point something Ethereum for a floor price of a piece of property that you own in virtual reality, right? Um, sorry, um, yeah, in this AI space, right? Which is going to be virtual reality. It's not even, you can't even access it through virtual reality yet in that sort of metaverse space, mostly. All right. So if I go um, Decentraland on 
uh, OpenSea, so that's where you can find Decentraland along with Sandbox as well. Now Sandbox doesn't have just consist of property, you can also as well buy little unicorns and puppies and things like that. <laughs> right. So okay, so the floor price of Decentraland dropped. So it was only three ETH, uh, it was, well it was three ETH, not only three ETH, um, a, few, a couple of days ago, and now it's back down to 1.95 ETH. Um, and the amount of sales that are going is about two every hour roughly, right? So two pieces of property every hour is selling and there are only 97,000 pieces of property in Decentraland. Now they might put more in, I really doubt it. Um, I think that might be all that they'll ever, no, sorry, I really doubt that they won't. Um, I'm sure they'll release more land eventually, um, but for the time being, uh, the original project only has 97,000 pieces of property that you can buy. And they're quite literally, if you're watching on video form, right, literally the piece of property that you buy, all right, I'm gonna show you right now on, on the video, is if you can see that, it's literally just like, <laughs> it's it looks like something from a 19, like the very first Game Boy game that ever came out. No, it looks like something from that snake game that you used to be able to play on your Nokia brick phone, right? Um, you know, like, there was like a snake and you wanted to, I can't remember, it was like eating little dots or something. I can't remember now, but it looks like that, right? It looks like a little maze on your on the first Nokia that ever came out. Um, but yeah, that's what you're purchasing and that's gonna be developed over time into uh, more real life looking space, right? So then when you get your um, NFT character and you play it in the metaverse, you'll be then able to access your property and do what you want with that property. You can set up a casino, you can run events, right? You can sell things in the metaverse to so set up a shop in that space. You can invite friends over, you can do whatever you want, right? With that space, it's yours. You can you know, build houses, um, you buy, um, it's like Minecraft, right? You buy resources and do what you want with that. So yeah, that's it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. It's moving so fast. A friend of mine just said how, um, I'll just get it up now because it's actually super fascinating. And I love doing these little news snippets where like these are sort of things that are talked about, hyped about, and even happening now. Uh, he said, uh, this is Stephen Harvey, by the way, um, who is running at the moment, uh, Meta Games NZ. Uh, and I've mentioned him a couple of times already in my podcast. He runs a gaming uh, NFT investment company, very fantastic. And uh, he just said South Korean, the South Korean government are already looking to create their own metaverse, right? That's pretty crazy. And they're saying that they think by about 2025, they're, they're wanting to host events and government pro conferences in the metaverse in, four, in less than four years, running government conferences in the metaverse. That is so fast. So fast, like normally the government is very, um, uh, uh, very late to the party um, to compare to what the public and you know, but um, business ventures are delving into. So, yeah, very fascinating stuff. But I suppose, um, yeah, South Korea is very high tech, so I guess that makes sense. Now, with this, um, in the last two weeks, how there's already a 1.6 billion valuation on property owned in Meta of sorry in the metaverse of meta in other words of facebook right some of the companies are like atari which paid a quarter of a million for the piece of property um the walking dead scare zone all right walking dead have purchased property in meta uh gordon ramsay's restaurant so gordon ramsay has purchased some property in the metaverse dead mouse you know did um mau five that um dj i think they're called is uh they've purchased i think like a like made a club there that you can go to and i guess 
see them live and all that sort of thing. Um, or it will be, be their hangout space probably. Tesla. So there's already a Tesla showroom. I'm assuming that you're going to be able to buy Tesla cars in the metaverse on Meta. Um, yeah, so another one's on Facebook. The Cruddy Clown Circus. Uh, there's going to be circus acts there. Um, Binance Land. So Binance is a uh as a crypto company uh so basically uh binance you can buy binance nfts binance has its own crypto currency um but also as well they have their own wallet so they're a very big and diverse uh blockchain um, based company uh, they've spent half a mil on some land and met on meta's metaverse uh, so yeah, it's crazy. And Facebook's already invested uh, $10 billion into the metaverse, US dollars, so 16 billion roughly New Zealand dollars into the metaverse. They've already put in, um, it's just crazy. Like how many people, how many staff they've already hired? I think it's something like 50,000 just in Europe alone. Um, yeah, it's insane what's happening. Um, PwC uh, predicts, so PwC is a very well-established uh, company and I can't remember exactly what space it slipped me but they've um, predicted that 23 and a half million jobs they believe will be using VR and AR by 2030 and you know what I think it's going to be sooner that's crazy right because if you look at what's happening with the South Korean government in less than four years, they're already using it for conferences. The government is using it for conferences. So I can just imagine that more than 23 and a half million jobs, right, uh, will be shifting to VR and AR. So that leads us to the pros and cons, right? Because um, there's various pros and cons that sort of align with each other. So for example, uh, there is um yeah more jobs created right so there's a lot of jobs that are going to be created in the vr and ar space that weren't even possible before right because if you look at digital artists i'm just going to have a little sip of my coffee um so if you look at digital artists right how much more how many more jobs digital artists have than they ever have had before how many more jobs um, uh, contracts, so digital contract creators have than ever before because of the smart contract space, right? So there's so many more job possibilities and opportunities than there have ever been before in the space, which is just crazy, right? So, so many millions of jobs and opportunities have been produced because of this. However, this is also as well taking away from more uh, brick and mortar and more basic style jobs that require a little uh, less um, creativity, right? So of course, yes, it still requires a lot of human intelligence, but less creativity, right? That doesn't mean it's a dumber job. It just means that it's much easier to program a computer to be able to do those jobs, right? So as AI uh, becomes more prominent within our societies, which it very much is every single month it's building, which is not just every year, every month, right? Uh, many jobs will be taken away. Now, uh, this isn't something new, by the way, guys, although it's a con, it's not something new. All right, this, is, uh, it's been, this has been happening for decades upon decades, right? If you look at uh, how many people it took to unload a container ship previously, quite literally it would take hundreds of individuals and it will take multiple days to unload a singular container ship, right? Now they're unloading like tens if not dozens of container ships at a time and they're doing it in a matter of hours with far less men and far more machines, right? So 
these sorts of jobs that require a lot of human strength have already been diminished massively, right? There's been a lot of job losses in that space already decades ago, right? But now if you look at uh, what's happening now, it's just a repetition of what's already happened, but more in the tech, um, more in a little bit more of a higher uh, space in terms of human intelligence, right? So uh, in terms of there's many jobs that have utilized more brain power uh, that are also being lost. So it's now not just human brawn, it's also as well human smarts uh, that jobs have been required that are being lost because of AI and things like smart contracts, uh, which is in a way a form of AI, I suppose. So yeah, these are pros and cons. Um, there's, uh, if I just start, start with um, cons, I suppose, um, you know, many people uh, are likely, this is also a pro though, um, there's been many studies as well already that they've used avatars and they've shown that people that are using avatars are going to be more open with people. So it sounds like people are going to be therefore more confident with people when they are their digital self rather than their real life self. And this has already been shown through studies where, um, you know, they'll get an avatar and they'll be communicating with another avatar. Their level of confidence is increased compared to when they're doing it in person. Uh, so this is a positive thing for one because people are able to be more open, but this is also a negative thing because people are letting down their barriers and they might share, be more willing to share anyway, information that could be uh, really uh, dangerous for them to share, right? Information they probably shouldn't share and they'll probably share it anyway without thought, second thought of it uh, because there's going to be less filters within their mind of how they might share it even though uh, you know, they're um, still like an unknown character. People won't always be able to associate because uh, it's very easy to hide. Like, for example, if you look at my wallet, right, I could very easily hide my name from my wallet and you'll never even know that I'm the one that owns these characters or these NFTs in my wallet. However, I've decided to make mine public so you can see what I own uh, and what I do, um, my trades, everything that I do. You can see everything I do with my wallet, literally everything. It's all public, right? So I've chosen to make that public just simply because um, I'm an authentic person. I'd rather maintain authenticity. So you'll be able to see when I'm in the, in the metaverse, you'll be able to see my NFT character and you'll be able to know that it's connected to me, right? Um, unless I decide I want to, I don't know, do some silly stuff and <laughs> jump on and, you know, go, go to a, um, a Snoop Dogg concert with my friend over in the States and we um, make a ruckus. I don't know, who knows? <laughs> but um, yeah, that... That's just that's just crazy. Just thinking about this stuff now, I. Um, but yeah, there's there are those cons where people will have less of a filter, right? Um, there'll be also the cons of people losing touch with reality. Of course, that's the obvious one. Um, people um, might build better relationships in the metaverse than they will in real life. So now that now they're really losing touch with society because um, more. Uh, computer-based and avatar-based relationships are far stronger and far better for them than maybe with their wife or husband or partner or uh, children and, and you know, friends. And that's a really big, big problem, you know, if you think about it. So I'm sure that um, the first few years when this sort of stuff comes to the surface, these things will happen. But I also feel that as things progress in that space and people become a little bit more conscious in that space as human consciousness is improving, which is definitely something that's definitely a fact, which is great because people are becoming more aware of, um, you know, what happens deep down within themselves, excuse the deeper chat, but this is the truth, right? People are talking more about mental health and meditation and mindfulness, which is great. So 
with that combination of an increase in AI and an increase in mindfulness, it's going to be an interesting combo and in, uh, that's increasing uh, and compounding together. And it's going to be interesting how that ties in, how they tie in with each other, which I'm sure they will. So although initially I feel that people are going to get lost and there's going to be worsening in relationships and mental health and all that sort of thing because it's a new space and, it, and it's an exciting space, I also feel that um, as people start to recognize how detrimental that is for their mental health, people will eventually find a better balance. The same way as people are finding, many people, not all people, lots of people aren't, but many people are finding a better balance with social media. What happened when social media came out initially, right? Everyone delved into it so deeply and spent so much time on it. And yes, people are still spending so much time on it, if not probably even more sometimes, but people are learning to find a way to balance it with a more mental, uh, with a more healthy mental approach to it than they had maybe previously. Why? Because they've adapted to what it's like having it in their lives. I'm sure the same thing will happen with this whole AI world that's occurring, uh, VR world that's occurring. So uh, that's just my assumption anyway. It's gonna be an interesting space. So if you're a counselor or psychologist out there, maybe you can start specializing in, uh, I'm a psychologist for people that are lost in the meta, <laughs> in the metaverse. Uh, so another thing is people might lose more confidence in real life. So in real life confidence might even go down further because when they put on a mask and they all of a sudden feel confident, when they take off the mask of their avatar, it's likely that they might even lose more confidence than they had previously because you know they've associated confidence to wearing this mask. Um, but yeah, those are um, some of the main cons that I can think of um, that have, people have been speaking of. And then some of the main pros is, yes, of course, as I mentioned, being open is also a pro. You know, people might finally be able to go see a counselor in the metaverse and they'll finally be fully open with the counselor. That is amazing, guys. Amazing. I know so many people that have gone to counselors and psychologists that couldn't open up to them because they didn't feel relatable or, you know, so many different reasons. Uh, not only will you be able to go into the metaverse and more easily find a counselor that is best for you and it will feel like you're with them because, of course, you know, it's, it's more of a virtual, this virtual reality. We feel like you're there because you can see it um, and eventually you'll be able to touch it and hear it and smell it and all the rest, right? You'll be able to hear it very quickly. Um, seeing it will come first. And then, of course, uh, um, then you'll be sitting down with the people and because you're an avatar and they're an avatar, you're going to be much more likely to be open with them as well. So there's, you know, all these different things that come in a positive sense as well. So, um, of course, even though it's likely real life confidence might go down, real life confidence might also go up because now people are more likely to be open. They're more likely to do things they would have never done in real, in real life. So they might build the habits of moving through barriers of uh, limitations that they might have previously set around their confidence capabilities. And they might be able to translate that to real life situations. So it's possible that confidence might even go up, not just down, depending on the individual. Another beautiful thing that's coming because of this is, you know, my friend uh, Mike over in Kentucky, love him to bits, right? I haven't seen him in years. I love this guy. I can't wait to go over to the States next year and see him. Um, we're going to go on adventures together, but we might have already been able to go on adventures during this COVID time, right? Uh, if, uh, um, you know, we'd been in the metaverse and we'd go on to a Snoop Dogg concert together, just like I mentioned earlier, and we'd be able to, you know, party together and it would feel like I'm with them. I'd be able to give them a hug. I'd be able to do all sorts of things, right? When I'm in the metaverse. So I'd be able to have that interaction with people that are living on the other side of the world uh, that are my friends, right? And I might even make friends. So I might even make some friends that are in the States at the moment so that when I go to the States next year, 
I'm already friends with a bunch of people in this new town. Maybe I choose to live in if I choose to go live back in San Diego. I used to live there, right? Um, and I make more friends in San Diego because I've been chilling out in the metaverse with San Diegans, right? And then I, uh, yeah, head over there. I'm like, yay, my San Diegan friends. And I meet them in real life. Now, it's, now I've already got that community. So these are some positives as well. Um, I can go and explore things that I never would have had the opportunity to explore. People that are crippled, right, will be able to walk again technically, right? Not literally, but technically. In other words, they'll be walking in the middle of it. So it would feel like they're walking. It'll give them a sense of freedom. It'll be great for rehab, right? So people are getting movement again in certain limbs in the metaverse, right? And then they'll be able to learn because their brains will be quite literally wiring those patterns. They'll be able to learn how to use those parts of their body again uh, back in real life with a little bit more ease maybe, right? So these are the fan these are some other beautiful sort of hypotheses that I'm literally just making up right now, but they sound very viable in my brain. <laughs> right. um, and then a couple of final things that I'll share. Of course, uh, yeah, more jobs created. Sorry, last, so last thing I'll share is experience real world dreams. So it'll be great for visualization practices. So if I wanted to own a Fiji Island, which I do, and I, I'll get there one day, you, you guys just watch. <laughs> and uh, I wanna own a Fiji Island, right? I, could, I can design a situation in the metaverse where I will own a Fiji Island. I might even buy a Fiji Island in the metaverse, right? Which will be a lot cheaper than a real island in the metaverse. Uh, sorry, in real life, but who knows what will happen, you know? There's already properties in the metaverse that are going for far more than real properties. But um, I've got a Fiji Island or I just simply go to a Fiji Island in the metaverse, right? And I can almost be in that space where I'm in a way owning it, right? So I now have a more uh, literal experience of me being in that space. So I feel like I'm already there. So now I'm getting almost this future self experience of being in a situation that I'd like to be in. And now when I come out of it, right, because there's a lot of studies done on visualization that are very practical, where it shows that that person is far more willing to do the work required to, to actually go and execute on the things they need to execute on in order to get to that goal, right? Because it feels more real for them, therefore they have a higher level of belief that they can actually do it. So these are all some amazing, these are actually some amazing things that are coming, right? So it's not all bad. A lot of people are freaking out about the metaverse. A lot of people are saying, no one's going to do it. No one's wanting to get into it. That is actually bullcrap. Actually, there, there are literally millions, if not nearly billions of people that are so keen and so excited about the space for their own reasons. Doesn't mean they're excited about the whole thing, but there's going to be certain aspects of it that are going to be very helpful and useful for society that previously we haven't had. So in other words, in some ways, human... Uh, um, humanity in a way is going to improve in some ways, but it's also going to decrease in some ways because we're going to become less connected with nature, with our surroundings. And there's a lot of studies showcasing that if we're not physically in touch with people and physically in touch with nature, we actually produce a compound in our system called tachykinin, uh, which increases levels of inflammation in the system, um, increases probabilities of disease, uh, immunity goes down, all these different um, unfortunate situations happen in the system because of tachykinin. So ultimately things like this will likely become more prominent in society health-wise as well because of this. So yeah, there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons. So I'm sure that these things will start to be considered more so after the hype starts to die down um, because it's an exciting time of change. So um, with that being said, I'd love to hear your guys' opinions. Um, yeah, feel free to jump on uh, on that NFT 
uh, podcast Instagram. Okay, head over there and share with me through Messenger. Um, we might even start a feed, right? And um, um, hear a bunch of different people's opinions on um, what they think is, um, is good and bad about this whole situation. It's going to be very interesting to see what you guys think. Uh, if this was beneficial, if you learned something, uh, got anything out of it, uh, or whatever, right, you found it valuable, uh, please share it with a friend and or subscribe and or give it a rating. This helps us reach more people. And the more people that this reaches, right, uh, the more uh, content, quality content that we're going to be able to bring you because we're gonna get some amazing people on the podcast that'll be beneficial for you. And I'm gonna be doing more episodes the more that this grows, okay? So uh, with that being said, I love you guys. Have a beautiful day or evening and I will see you on the next one. Send me some ideas, by the way. I'll see you next time.